Hello, this is Jake Watkins. I'm the Young Adults Pastor at Cross City Christian Church, and welcome to our podcast. I hope this talk inspires you and encourages you into anchoring the love and power of Jesus into your daily life. Enjoy the message. I was on Instagram. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was right before we started the series, and God had really put this idea of peace on my heart. And uh, Tyler G, everybody say hi to Tyler. <laughs> Wave, Tyler. You can come up. You can come up. Grab your mic. I. I came across this video Tyler posted of him sharing his testimony, and I was actually at the gym, and I put it on, and he starts talking about his, his life, he's sharing his testimony. I was like, dang, this is good, and I started, I got a really good pump in, not just in my arms, but spiritually as well, and he was talking about this idea of peace, and I was like, dude, this is a God thing, and so I messaged him. I was like, will you just come and share it with our group, because I just think it's so important, and I just think it's a God thing, so hi, Tyler. Oh, turn it on. Here you go. I'll help. There you go. Hello. All right, right, Tyler. So uh, I just wanted you to come, like, share share some of your testimony that you had put out there. Yeah. Yeah, so my name is Tyler, if I haven't met you guys yet. Um, Just some backstory. I grew up in a Christian home. I've been going to church as long as I can remember. I had an encounter with Jesus when I was about 11 or 12, and I believe that's when I was saved, but to say my Christian walk was perfect since then would be a lie. So throughout junior high and high school, I was very lukewarm. I would sometimes choose Jesus, but more times rather than not, I would choose sin. I'd feel convicted and just kind of go back and forth with this. So fast forward to college, um, to a worldly perspective, it looked like I had it all. I was a D1 wrestler at Cal Poly. I was doing good in both school and wrestling, so it looked like everything was going good in my life. But when I got there, I got this like really bad anxiety. And it wasn't like your typical anxiety. It was multiple anxiety attacks, multiple times a day, every single day, and it really consumed me. Because of this, I would often like turn to the world, turn to drinking, turn to partying, trying to find peace in this world that I could never find. A couple months went by and I actually got rebaptized by Jake. I was baptized as a child and I got rebaptized and my anxiety got a little bit better, but it was still kind of there just hindering behind me, just not all gone at all. So long story short, I ended up transferring to Menlo College and this is where my life got pretty dark. So it wasn't just anxiety I was having anymore, it was depression, it was suicidal thoughts. I actually got diagnosed with three mental illnesses during this time. And I remember there was this one time I was in my car, I turned on worship music, I was just crying. I was seeking God and I started to question him. I'm like, God, why do I feel like this? Like, God, why aren't you giving me peace? What is freedom? I don't understand. I'm going to read you guys something that I wrote in my journal during this time. I had a therapist that was telling me to journal. So this is just kind of, not for pity, but just to kind of explain where my head was at. So I wrote, this is terrifying to say, but if it wasn't for my family being traumatized and my fear of going to hell, I think I might have killed myself. A person can only take so much pain, right? And during this, I'm wondering, where is God? Why hasn't God helped his suffering child? Or am I even still his child? I've tried over 10 antidepressants, mood stabilizers, antipsychotics, and still years later, I'm struggling this much. I looked at the pool today and I entertained the thought of drowning myself. The thought of my parents coming home to their first child dead to a suicide rolls through my head a lot. They don't deserve that, but I don't deserve the life I have either. So these are just some of the things I was wrestling with. And shortly after this, I gave back into sin. I was a slave to my anxiety. I was a slave to depression. I was a slave to bipolar disorder. I was a slave to drinking. I was a slave to smoking weed. I was a slave to pornography. I was a slave to all these things. 
So like I said, I tried at least 10 to 15 antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, and nothing really worked. And I suffered for about one to two years with this. It was a long time and just couldn't really find any peace. And after a lot of prayers from family and close friends, just like a domino effect of just God's faithfulness really played out in my life. So it all started, I went to the gym with one of my Christian friends and I actually showed up high. I was smoking weed all day, every day at this point. I showed up high and he said on the way there that the Holy Spirit put one of my secret sins on his heart that he needed to convict me of. So we get there and we're working out. He's like, hey bro, have you been struggling with this? And I was like, whoa, yeah, I have. That's really weird because no one knew the sin. It was a secret. I was like, yeah, I have been struggling with that. He also told me some visions about my life that I'm not going to get into detail about, but just the Holy Spirit started wrestling with me this night. It was a really weird encounter. I get home that day, and my mom is just overwhelmed to the point of tears with anxiety. She comes, lays in my bed, which she never does. It was a weird thing. She was like, Tyler, like, something just feels off. Like, you're not okay. Something's wrong about tonight. I just have this feeling. So this freaked me out. I was like, okay, the same day that my friend convicted me of sin is the same day my mom's having these feelings. So that night, I was like, all right, I'm done smoking weed. I want to kick that addiction to the curb. I need to get back to God, but I didn't really know how. So a couple days later, I found out that my aunt that same night had a dream that I had died, and my sister got prompted by the Holy Spirit to pray for me for like the first time in months, she said. So there's clearly some spiritual battle going on, but I didn't understand the concept of salvation. I thought, okay, if I was saved, I definitely lost my salvation by now. I've turned from God. I've spit in his face. I'm smoking weed. I definitely am not saved anymore. I felt like I was doomed to hell. So I had a really honest prayer with God that night. I just sought God. I got on my knees, and I was like, God, I feel like I'm going to hell. I feel like there's no way out for me. I'm too far gone. And I was just like, ask God all these questions about salvation. So a couple days later, I get invited to a college group that I've never been to before, and I get there, and the entire message is about salvation. It's about how you get saved, how you know you're saved, what Jesus' sacrifice means for us, and it started to click in my head for the first time in a while, and I actually even talked to the pastor afterwards, and he was able to answer a lot of my questions, and it just started clicking. So the Holy Spirit was working. A couple days later, I get invited to another college group, and it's already an emotional night. I'm in worship. We're all in worship, and there's a guy there that I hadn't talked to since, like, middle school, maybe early high school. So he had no clue what I was going through. He comes during worship and he taps me on the shoulder, pulls me aside. and He goes, hey, bro, like, I don't know if you're going through anything. I don't know, like, what's been going on. But I feel like the Spirit's telling me that God's going to use you. He's going to use your story. Can I just pray for you? And that night, I felt the Holy Spirit follow me like I haven't felt in such a long time. I felt peace for the first time in a while. I felt joy for the first time in a while. And that night, I was like, okay, God, all this week, you've just put things in my life. Like, I surrender back to you. And I started to renew my mind. I started to go to war against my mental health, go to war against my sin, and renew my mind with scripture. And it's been six months since then, and I can confidently say that I'm free from anxiety, I'm free from depression, I'm free from bipolar disorder. I've not had a symptom, and the Bible says that who the Son sets free is free indeed, and I'm finally able to experience that freedom. And Jesus also says that he comes to bring life and life abundantly, and for the first time I've experienced that abundant life. He surrounded me with amazing friends. I have inherited like fruits of the Spirit, like love, joy, and peace, things that I was lacking. And just just like when you put your faith in Jesus, you get promises like Romans 8, 28, that he works all things out for the good for those who love him. And I finally, I'm living proof of that. I've seen that work out. So yeah, that's kind of my story. Dude, amen. Amen. Dude, God is good, amen. It's just incredibly powerful. So uh, I have a few questions for you. I figure I can toss out some questions, kind of tie it to what we've been talking about. And prior to not being able to find peace, really, anywhere you're looking, like, where, I mean, 
were you feeling any peace and where were you finding that peace? Were there like moments of peace where uh, you talked to, you talked in your testimony about you'd been drinking, smoking weed. I mean, like, was that bringing you peace in the moments at least? Or what, what were you looking and turning to? Yeah, it was very temporary peace. Um, like you said, my main source of peace was smoking weed, but as soon as I got sober, it would be right back to square one. So I was finding my peace in smoking weed. I was finding my peace in drinking and partying. I was finding my peace in relationships at the time and sexual immorality. And the whole time I was getting convicted, so it just led me down a deeper pit of depression, anxiety, guilt. It just, I felt terrible, so... So what does it mean like for you now to like, really fully trust in Jesus and, and have his peace? Yeah, so I think it comes from two places. The first two places. The first place would be surrender, a place of surrender. And the second place would be under, like trusting the word of God. And we know that the Bible is the truth. It's the word of God. It's authoritative. So I have to start realigning how I feel with what scripture says. So, for example, if I'm feeling guilty, which was the case a lot of the time, and that's causing me a lot of anxiety. Well, I know Romans 8.1 says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So I have to start realigning how I feel with what it says and renewing my mind. Or if I'm depressed and I'm feeling like God doesn't care about me. Well, I know the Bible says cast your anxiety on him because he does care for you. So just this whole process of renewing my mind was how I was able to find peace. Dang. Amen. Amen. That, that actually leads me to my next question for you, which is that, it, like, do you find that your mental health is still a struggle to like some degree. So for an example, you were saying that like you'd been diagnosed with all these things. Now you feel like you have freedom from that. Like you haven't had these, these symptoms. Uh, like, would you say that it's like not these clinical level, like of depression where you're like, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. Right. But do you still, do you still struggle with some degree to like, you feel like some anxiety start to rise up. And when you like feel that, like, what does it look like for you and your faith? And how does that play in the battle? Yeah, so I believe that Jesus has healed me from mental illness, praise God, but the, uh, Jesus himself said, like, in this world, you will have trouble. Like, that is a promise from the list of Jesus. So obviously, there's days where I may be a little more anxious, or I maybe feel a little depressed, but what's been the biggest game changer for me is just finding joy in my salvation. Like, it sounds crazy, but the fact that, like, after all I've done, I don't have to go to hell, like, that blows my mind. So... Romans 8.18 says, for our present sufferings are not worth compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. So just looking forward to that future glory, that future hope, where there will be no anxiety, there will be no depression. He'll wipe every tear from our face. We'll see him face to face. That's really what keeps me going in hard times. So. Dang, amen, amen. Uh, the Apostle Paul talks a lot about that. Like yeah. he, he's the Apostle Paul, okay? He's written a lot of the New Testament, yet he says that he can't he literally cannot keep himself from sinning as much as he tries or wants to. And I think the same could be said for anything like with our like mental health. Like sometimes we just can't help but have feelings of anxiety sometimes like that. That is part of the human condition. We see that even Jesus dealt with stress in the garden of Gethsemane where he's just praying to the Lord, take this cup from me. So those feelings happen, but it's about what we do with those feelings, like you said. And it's in those times taking captive your thoughts and coming back to Jesus and just being so thankful for the salvation that yeah. we don't deserve, Amen. Yeah. but that was freely given to us, dude. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, so 
with that, we talk about a lot about having freedom in Christ, um, and a lot of people interpret that a lot of different ways. What does that look like for you, the freedom you've gotten in Christ? Yeah, so first, when we put our faith in Jesus, we're free from the power of sin and death, so praise God for that. But another thing I had to change my perspective on is like realizing that there's not, there's not a chain in my life that Jesus can't break. Like There's not something in my life that Jesus can't free me from. So for example, like I just convinced myself that I was going to be anxious and depressed. Like that became my identity. I convinced myself like I was going to be like that for the rest of my life. Same thing with like smoking weed. I was like, this is the only way I'm happy. So I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And I just watched as Jesus like freed me from those things one by one. And I want to preface like this wasn't like an overnight thing. Like I didn't just say a prayer and then everything got better. This was like two years of like fighting and like prayers from family, prayers from friends, like renewing my mind. It took a whole two years, but I was finally able to, I'm finally able now to see like the fruits that were produced from it and how I'm able to glorify him with it now. So yeah. Dang. Amen. Amen, man. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate you coming up and just taking the time. And uh, I just have one last question for you. If you can give one piece of advice for anyone here tonight looking for peace, what would it be? What would you tell them? Yeah, I would say draw near to God. I know that sounds cliche, but he's full of mercy and compassion. The Bible says that Jesus is at the right hand of God interceding for us. Like he's pleading that we would turn to him. And just another thing I would say is like, if you're in the middle of a struggle right now, like keep going, keep persevering. Like I said, it took me two years to find freedom. It wasn't like a, oh, I'm all better. But I would just say, keep seeking God. Keep getting like around friends that will pray for you and just keep persevering. That's what I would say. Amen. Amen. Can we give him a hand, please? He's awesome. Thank you for tuning into AnchorCast. I pray that you take this word and that Jesus transforms your life in ways you never thought possible. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. And of course, follow us on social media at Anchor Nights to stay up to date with all of our events, meetings, and uploads. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you. Thank you.